This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. How's everybody feeling? How's everybody living? You thought the show was over. No, we got even more. We got even more, an, an extra, an added half hour as we lead you up until Islanders pregame at 1230. And we still have lots of stuff to do. I think this has been like a good balance show. We laughed a little. We've learned a little. We've yelled a little bit. I think the Woody Johnson stuff. Now, Joe, did that did that make you upset? My take on Woody Johnson, how he's not a terrible owner. A little bit, slightly, just because. I mean, if we would do a poop rankings of Woody Johnson mess ups uh-huh. from his time as okay. Jet owner, mm-hmm. I think if you stack it pound for pound, the only other person that would be worse than him is David Tepper. Oh, no. I, I will tell you right now, if we did a, a poop rankings of NFL owners, Woody Johnson would, based on what they've actually done as owner, not just how we feel about them, but what their resume holds, Woody Johnson would not be in the top five, which is a shock because anytime we do poop rankings, the Jets are always prominently featured. That's how they were the inspiration for the poop, them and the Giants. But Woody Johnson would not be, would not be on the list. That's... That's what I'm talking about. So that might be that might uh, that might rile you up some, but look, there there are owner, there are owners who are far. My owner has owned the team as long as Woody Johnson. We haven't won a playoff game since 2000. Since when Woody took over the team, the Dolphins have not won a playoff game. David Tepper is a nightmare. The guy in uh, in Cleveland, he's a mess. The guy in Indiana, in, 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 in Indianapolis, he's a, a nightmare. There's a lot of bad NFL owners. I don't think that Woody Johnson is, is uh, top five in poop rankings or bottom five in the rest of, of time. All right, let's hit it. Let's do some NFL picks. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, but let's hit the football music there, Howard. Get on it. Howard's done an amazing job today. All right, so we got our Super Bowl bets. I got a couple for you. I, myself, uh, I've kind of moved to this mode in the postseason after the mediocre regular season and then the hot start to the postseason where we hit, what, the first four or five bets that we had this year in the postseason. We've trailed off since then. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not one of these people that only tells you the winners. We got some losers in there, too. But I feel comp- I, I feel good about this pick in that. I would rather have the Niners win. I, I, I'm sick of the Chiefs. It's bad enough I got to deal with them anyway. But I'm going to take the Chiefs. Now, I got them plus two and a half. I think the latest line is now down to plus one and a half. It doesn't really matter to me that much because I feel like the wrong team is favored. I would, be, I would feel very surprised if the Chiefs don't win this game. So much so, I didn't look at what the latest line was uh, in terms of the money line. But I would, I would probably go money line. If I'm betting the Chiefs, I don't even want the points because I think that they're going to win the game. Let me pull it up here. I got it right here. Have no fear, people. I got it right in my grubby little hands. Where is it? I got to get off the, uh, the soccer pages from Europe. Yeah, they're plus 106. They're minus 108 on the, on the, uh, the spread, plus one and a half. I would go money line with them because I feel that confident. But in terms of the picks, we do it with the, the – um, points i got them a plus two and a half if you got them plus one and a half whatever it does feel like the wrong team is uh, favored now some prop bets not too many 
I think the 49ers offense is going to struggle in this game. I know that they are generally very good, but you see what Steve Spagnuolo has been able to do this entire postseason. So I am under the 49ers team total of 24 and a half. I am on Brock Purdy over half an interception. So I think he will throw a pick at some point in this game. And then the other ones that I'm on, I think that the Chiefs are going to control the game. Mahomes is going to hit his passes. He's going to he's going to do stuff offensively, but it's going to be primarily the run game against this Niners defense. So I'm under Mahomes' passing total of 261.5. I am over Purdy's rushing total of 12.5. And, and then just for a little sprinkle, just for, for poops and giggles, an anytime touchdown for Noah Gray. He's at plus 950. I just get a feeling like the Niners' defense is going to focus so much on Kelsey. And that's that's a good call. They should they should absolutely focus on Kelsey. It will leave other people that Rasheed Rice is the obvious choice, but I just have a feeling about Noah Gray. I could see him getting in the end zone. So give me Noah Gray plus 950 for an anytime TD. And those are our picks. Super Bowl Sunday. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's squeeze in a couple of phone calls here. Uh, let's go to Danny is on Long Island. Danny, what's going on, man? Good afternoon, Gordon. This is it. The last phone call before the big game. Okay. I, th- I thought you had other news there. I thought to- No, well, well, what happens is, is that I, whenever there's a major media event or something, I have to put myself into lockdown for the last okay. 24 hours because this becomes repetitive. Like, So here mm-hmm. it is. I, I think the, the way I – the most under, underestimated element of this game, which I think a lot of respect, is the Chiefs' defense. Remember, they completely stopped Buffalo in the second half, and they humiliated they humiliated uh, yep. the Ravens. Whereas the 49ers, they got ran all over by Green Bay, and until Detroit spit the best, they were getting blown out. So the so the least the least best squad is their defense on the team. So can San Francisco get to 24 points? Because I think if the Kansas City Chiefs Win this game, it's a lower scoring game than you think, 20 to 17. Mm-hmm. If the 49ers defense shows up and they score 28 points, they're going to win the game. But I think I can see this game starting to look a lot like Lamar Jackson standing in and not knowing what to do. Brock Purdy has even less experience. He, he, I, the moment could be too big for him. He could throw some horrible interceptions. I, I think that's that's well in play that's a, as a possibility. And since, for God knows what reason, the Chiefs run the dog. The, the player has to be the Chiefs because, getting on the money line because I'd be shocked if the 49ers win. wouldn't be, like, overwhelmingly shocked, but we all, we all have an idea in our head what's going to play out here, and that's the way I see it. Yeah, Dan, I, I'm, I'm, uh, obviously I'm in agreement with you, um, and thanks for the phone call. Um, I, I would be interested, not just that I'm rooting for the Niners more than the Chiefs, but it will be interesting if the Niners do win you know that teams will look to the way they built things. I just think that it could lead to a lot more mistakes. I just remember with my own team, when the the Ravens won with Trent Dilfer as quarterback, my organization started to feel like, well, all we have to do is put together this great defense and running game, and it's the quarterback is not so important. That was clearly the wrong lesson to learn from those those teams because the, the quarterback only has become more important since then. But you know that if the Niners are able to win with the guy who was Mr. Irrelevant, 
I get the feeling like other teams will start to convince themselves we don't need this uh, superstar quarterback after all. Unfortunately, it'll probably still be my team making stupid mistakes. Uh, Fran is in Massapequa. Fran, what's going on, my man? Well, I, ain't, I was going to get to that. Your team, oh, no, you're the Dolphins. You, you, you got some hope. The Jets are. No, oh, there's no hope in Miami. Next year is going to be. Next year, I'm a, I'm a diehard Bears fan. I hate Rodgers. We're so aware, year, Fran. Yeah. Next year is going to be fun to watch. It's going to be because they got horrible coaching, horrible everything. So that's going to be fun to watch that blow up again. So anyway, um, listen, here's the deal. This is for all those, I don't know what you call them, uh, theorists, whatever whatever they call them, you know, the people, oh, the NFL's fixed. So this is what I'm doing. I can't stand Taylor Swift, and I can't stand, you know, the Mahomes and Kelsey after they had that little blow-up after that game they lost and they complained. So I'm anti them. But the bottom line is I'm not stupid. So if with all those guys that think the games are fixed, there's no way that Taylor Swift's going to lose. That's number one. There's I don't no even think Taylor Swift lose. is playing. I know, but I'm just saying for the for the theorists oh, okay. out right. there that think uh-huh. they're all fixed and scripted. So that, right. that, Conspiracy theorists. Right, that's I'm sorry, yes, that exactly. Whatever I mean, they think it's fixed, it's out of control. But anyway, Kansas City, man, I'm I'm sorry. As much as I don't like them, I, I'm this is a two way two way thing for me. If Kansas City wins, I win big money. If Kansas City loses, I'm upset, but I'm a little happy to see Taylor walk out of there with a boyfriend that she's going to break up with in a few months. But the bottom line is this, Kansas City getting points. And let me just – I'm going to end it on this, my man. I love the show when you take over. Play a little uh – Little uh, uh, I ready. I think that um, Kansas City is this the best defense they've had since their little magical run. Thanks, pal. Love the show. All right, friend. Yes, I, that, well, the defense has been the story. It really hasn't been the offense. They've kind of changed the way, and that's the thing you see with with teams that are dynasties. They don't always play exactly the same way. There's always going to be some change that is involved in the mix. Same thing with the Patriots. When the Patriots first won that Super Bowl with Brady, they were a far different team then later on in his run when they opened up the offense they had the two tight ends at one point and they had Randy Moss at one point even though they did win a Super Bowl with Moss but you know what I'm saying they they played in different ways and I think you're starting to see that with the Chiefs they what you have to be a well coached team and really at the end of the day what well coached means is you're able to take your talent and base your philosophy on the talent you have you don't just have to play one single way the entire time if those are no longer the pieces you have so we saw them be the explosive offense when they had Tyreek Hill. They've, they've, Hill is gone. He's in Miami now. But they've changed the way. It's more of a running game now. And this year in the, in the postseason, it's been much more uh, of the defense. And I do think that the defense and Steve Spagnola is going to give the Niners some issues. Now, is it possible it's like the Niners' other games this playoffs where they get off to a slow start and then they start to figure things out? Maybe. That's possible. But... At the end of the day, with Mahomes and with these Chiefs, the, the, the one comparison I keep going back to is with, with Jordan, Michael Jordan, is it felt with Jordan inevitable. And it kind of feels like with the Chiefs, it's also inevitable. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. But we will be moving after this weekend back to our regular time slot of 3 o'clock. Dan Grosso will regain his time slot here from 9 to noon. But it is now time for The Leftovers. 
A hungry damer is never full. At this stage of my life, eating is like 90% of my joy. Where he answers the unanswerable. Gotta do something with my hands. I gotta get busy. No algorithm can defeat the GD. Just take it right in the face. Right in the face. Don't worry about it. These are Gordon Damer's leftovers. Now, first off, I have to ask, was that the, the way the piece was supposed to end there, or was there some sort of glitch in the studio? No, we, we were playing a song, uh-huh. and then we have the leftovers here, uh-huh. and the, the happy messages will be part of the leftovers. Oh, okay. Well, that was not clear. I said to play the... the, the... One thing we like to do here, we like, we like to butcher things and not um, yeah. communicate. Well, it's a mission specialty. accomplished, buddy. Thumbs up. We got it. All right. Uh, well, the leftovers. Uh, what are you? I'll, I'll let you guys lead off because I'm still at a, at a loss myself. Uh, what, what What do you got here? Let, let's get emotional because this is your last time here. Yes. On the forever. Yep. Yep. It's time for. Uh oh. Have we fallen apart? Just take it right in the face. Right in the face. Don't worry about it. I propose making today's show these next three hours. Zach Wilson free zone. Just want to get on the record. Uh, Danny Dimes wins the MVP. Giants win the NFC East. You need like virgin territory. You need somewhere that's been untouched by man. Whoa. <laughs> you need what? You know that song, right? Sure. His wife shot a guy to death. Harvey Cruz is just a passive aggressive jerk. What you're saying is that it's like for me on these buttons, like take your kid to work day is what you're saying. No, it's worse. Ladies and gentlemen, the Wyoming Nets. I'm going to go with that Angela Lansbury fellow. Fellow? She's a lady. Angela. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, I am so excited. I'm doing backflips in my apartment. First of all, Gordon, let me just let you know, you mm-hmm. are my favorite sports commentator. Ah, what memories, huh? What was that guy's name? He was from Harlem, right? Alan Harlem. Alan Harlem? Yes. We've not heard from Al. From, that's, that's a problem. Anybody? It's almost like a horror movie, much like the Knicks. When somebody calls up and compliments me, I never hear from them again. You're like the Grim Reaper. I, it seems that way. It does seem that way. Well, like you'll be missed. It's been quite the ride. It has been. It, you, sounded, you really sound super enthused about it. What's 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 there to be enthused about somebody leaving well, the the station? You could you could be you could be a little bit more upbeat. You could be looking not uh, cry that it's over, but smile because it happened type of outlook. Nobody ever does that. No, ha- of course have you, you do. It's have all you about rem- your mindset. Have you taken notice of that by the way? That um people when people say that they 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 don't believe it themselves. Smile because it happened. You're yes. supposed to be happy when it's happening. Yeah. No. But when it's gone, it's gone. I know, but you have to look back on the good times. Nobody ever looks back. going to be gone eventually. That's what I tell my wife when she's depressed when the vacation's over, just so I, I can have a moment of peace. Wow. And now <laughs> with the my, dog. That's my go-to. I use that one a lot. I use that one a lot. And now with the dog, you won't ever have peace. Oh, my God, this dog. Ugh. It, 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 that, that is a perfect example of us not learning. When you have an animal and they, they, they unfortunately pass away, you, you, you realize in that moment this was a terrible idea. We we love this poor thing, and now it's gone, and it, it's it's heartbreaking. And when you have kids, it's even heartbreaking for them. And then what do you do? You Six months one. later, you yep. get over it and you do it all over again. Let's, <laughs> let's do this again. Never learn our lesson. Never learn our lesson. All right, do you guys have any leftovers for today, or is that it? 
Yeah, my leftovers is this. Steve Spagnuolo is on a Hall of Fame track this postseason, and I don't see how the Niners can win this game just because of him alone. Interesting. I mean, Interesting. If, if Josh That's Allen, a terrible take. Josh Allen was his biggest obstacle, basically. Mm-hmm. And he shut down Tua Tagovailoa, which is easy. Well, well that's, not, yeah. that's not hard to do. And then he so shut down. That little shot in there. Like, I don't know this already. I'm just pointing out what, the, the track, the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. track he's on. He, uh, you'd have to say it, right? He's going to add another Super Bowl championship to his resume. He's, he's incredible. No interviews, though. Well, for a head coach, you mean? Yes. I, I, there are certain guys. I think he's a perfect example of people that are in the right spot. The, the head coach is about so much more than just the game plans. If you just allow him to be a football coach rather than a head coach, which is like the CEO, he's he's masterful, and he's done a masterful job in his time and could very well be adding another Super Bowl ring. Joe, what do you got, buddy? I'm going to stay with the Super Bowl and this fact just going wistfully in the wind. Eric Bieniemy sitting in on the Chiefs' offensive meetings. I don't know how that's possible. It seems like that's some sort of collusion going on, even though I'm backing the Chiefs in this in this game. Mm-hmm. How is it possible that he just gets fired? And well, he's not doing anything. Unceremonious fashion, I might add. They, they hired his replacement before they announced he was fired, and now he just gets to go back to Kansas City, sit in on the meetings, and tell the Chiefs what they can do to beat the 49ers. I don't I mean, understand how it's really, possible. But do they really need him to tell them what to do? I mean, it seems like they're doing all right. I, I think he's just there to to help out in any way he can. He's free to do that. And he has uh, that's part of getting jobs is having those relationships. So I think it's good for him. I think it's good for him. It's he's probably good. back next year, right? If he's sitting I in on know. these meetings, he's probably back there next year. I, it, wouldn't, it would not surprise me. Who's their, who's their offensive coordinator? Who has the job now? I think oh. it's Matt Nagy. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. There you go. That's all you need to know. Jonathan is in L.A. Jonathan, what's going on, my man? Gordon, Gordon. Um, hey, man. So, uh, great show, by the way. Great job. Thank you. Last few months. And uh, let me tell you, I called you about a month ago regarding your Dolphins, criticizing you, actually, that you weren't really uh, uh, you weren't really uh, convinced with your Dolphins winning. Right. And you were right. Yeah. They, they yes. lost, and you know yep. what? I'm like, this is the right guy to call right now to ask him this question. Okay. Gordon, don't you find it a little funny that everyone is choosing the Niners, and it's only scripted? Well, not scripted, but... You, you mean know, the Chiefs. The Everybody's on the Chiefs. Exactly, yeah. Everyone's choosing the Chiefs, and no one's picking the Niners. Just go back to the Joe Namath days. Him being the big underdog, and they win. Something always goes wrong. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm well, gonna look... Talk about Jonathan, that and thanks for the phone call. We're running out of time. That is generally my philosophy in that when everybody's going one way, you go the other way. Unfortunately, I did that this year and my picks went the other way. I don't know if the public just had a really good year or if the the fact that there's so much online gambling now, people are just a little sharper in their opinions, whatever it is. At the end of the day, for me, this one is more about what I want to see happen and what I'm willing to accept if I'm wrong. So I'm, I'm on the chiefs hoping that I'm going to be wrong because I'm just tired of seeing the Kansas city chiefs.